Welcome to the Make Me Whole podcast. I'm your host, Josette Rosado, and it's time to talk getting past what's difficult, trusting our own abilities to do more, and keeping it that way. People don't like change, but as it is a necessary thing in order for us to learn about our abilities and create our own authentic selves, it's okay for us to reflect, review, and sometimes start over. When I look back at the things that I've seen and done, it's a pretty long list, and I have to admit that I've not always been successful. Then again, I can't say that I've been too unsuccessful with the things I've done either. It's hard to put into words what making changes or starting something new means to me since I know that it's defined by everyone in so many different ways. Some people change jobs, change where they live, change who they live with. Whichever change we're about to experience, each and every one of us has that moment when we're standing in our own darkness in our need to know everything's going to work out and fear whether or not we're going to make a mistake. So what creates this self-doubt? Where does it come from? And how do we get past it? Well, resisting change normally comes down to one thing, fear of the unknown. Even if we have all the information possible, there are things we can't predict, and that's scary. Even with the most exciting changes, the ones we seek out and think, that's exactly what I need, are sometimes hard to fully trust. The things we feel are so unpredictable, they go up, they go down. We can go from being happy in one moment, excited, feeling dread, and then full of worry. And sometimes it's just easier to stay with what we know and not complain or do anything different. But the more I think about it and consider my own experiences, the more I realize that there is a lot more involved. It's not just resisting the big changes like a job or personal circumstances or health, but now I see that for myself at least, we resist all changes to some degree and for reasons we may not have understood. I opened my own therapy practice almost 10 years ago, but didn't jump into full-time until only about three years ago. I quit my full-time job, and I'll tell you, it was one of the most exciting and terrifying things I've ever done so far. I wanted to set my own hours, determine who my clients were, and have the flexibility to be my own boss. But at the same time, I absolutely did not want to do any of that. I didn't want anything to change. In fact, I secretly hoped that the school I worked in would call me back and tell me how much they needed me. I could go back and I wouldn't have to move forward with one of the biggest changes in my life. Now, obviously, I'm thrilled it was successful. I love my work, my office, and it's a huge improvement as to how I've been able to serve the community. If that change hadn't happened, I think I would have been miserable. I do have to say that there was something so comforting about what I knew of my full-time job. Even the idea of changing for something better wasn't as good as I thought it should have been. It doesn't make sense. It's more based on emotions, and we all know emotions complicate things. Again, not always in obvious ways. 
So the biggest influence for me when it comes to changes has always been my family. And I'm not talking about the one I have created. I'm talking the one I come from. It's obvious that we value how our change affects others, especially those who we're closest with. So what do you do when you're on your journey towards that necessary change and those around you aren't? That fear of change can create conflicts and relationships as we're dealing with one side's attachment and the other side's comfort zone. One person is attached to the outcome and the other is probably attached to what's going on right now, what they think about it, and of course, how it's making them feel. This fear of change limits our movement while the desire to change is the thought that continues to take away from our peace of mind, especially if we don't pay attention to it. But when it comes to family, especially when we find that we're growing away from the system as it's always been, it's really not about you, it's about them. Let's unpack that. If a positive change, which often it is for us, is about to happen, then there are times where family members don't want to accept that change and they are intent on keeping you where you are, even if that means you're depressed, you're anxious, you're stressed, whatever. It fulfills some need that they have. They oftentimes need you to be in crisis as they may or may not be, or at least at the same level so that their role in your life is kind of like a life raft. And they're there to keep you company in your misery. They feel uncomfortable and your change is shining a light on their own behavior. They don't like it. Again, it's really never about you. It is about them. I think sometimes we just assume our family members, including our parents, will be happy for us and our new way of thinking. But unfortunately, you probably have discovered that not everybody is happy to join us on our journey because honestly, they're not ready to see that change in us. Here's where you need to be aware of what the intentions are of family members around you, as it's oftentimes normal for them to undermine what you're doing. Anyone who's gone through this knows what it feels like when you're told you think you're better than everyone or you're not the same person I knew. There will definitely come a time when you will have to reassess what your relationship is with some of your family members. It comes with the territory of making changes. But while you're on this path to change, you might continue to have negative feelings around family members and feeling that they don't like you and your reaction is to put on that false front. For example, once I was talking to my parents about setting limits and boundaries for people who were being disrespectful to me and my family. They laughed and focused on how they had dealt with disrespectful behavior by family members doing the same to them and pretty much just dealt with it. The fact that I would consider setting boundaries seemed ridiculous, emotional, and unimaginable. I wasn't offered any support and found that they strongly disagreed with pretty much everything I said about it. So dismissing my entire complaint by turning it into being about themselves invalidated me. That didn't stop me from making the necessary changes, but I think you'll agree that we all have family members who often feel free to be blunt and sometimes even cruel thinking that they are family so they can say whatever they want. This type of treatment doesn't work with someone who's on a journey of introspection and change. We take it to our heart and deep within our soul. 
it doesn't just cut like a knife. It watches you bleed. Often, we deny who we are and create trapped negative emotions, limiting beliefs, lies, and cover our authentic selves. That's not good. I think you know where I'm going with this. We're not just going to accept that this is our reality, right? Listen, it's common for this to happen within especially our Latino families. Change can feel isolating, sometimes like you're doing the wrong thing. I think it's important that we do what we think is right in the moment and trust that everyone around us will adjust one way or another. Give it some time, maybe some short time, maybe a few years, but ultimately families want nothing more than to continue to live their lives together. Your change simply means you're growing into your own person. If you feel stuck or unhappy and you're afraid of changing, this is the time to let go and move forward. The first thing you can do is to be aware of what you're holding on to or who you're trying to please beside yourself. This is why those good and important changes need to be individually decided without any pressure. Change is a choice. No one can change you and you cannot change anyone but yourself. The reality is we just have to work through it, accept that we feel uneasy when change is coming and use our skills to address the feelings that come up during the change process. Let yourself explore those emotions, the good and the bad. Keep in mind that our brains will try to betray us. They love to twist and change things around, creating stories, focusing on unrealistic and unnecessary drama. Ultimately, there will always be something that will cause us to resist change. It's how we keep ourselves safe, where we protect ourselves, and it's part of those things that are unique to us and really should never be ignored. If we trust that we'll adapt, eventually, then we can become more compassionate with ourselves. And I know it's scary. Scary because we don't know what's going to happen next. We don't know if we're going to mess it all up. But you've been through change before and survived, right? You can do it again. Oh my goodness, I almost have 12 of these bad boys in there. And I wouldn't be able to do it without your support. So thank you for the continued listening. Everyone who subscribed. And if you're new here, welcome. Our email address is makemewhole at bossesofbliss.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Bosses of Bliss and on TikTok at Blissful Boss. Remember, complain less and do more. I'll see you guys next time.